being a part of this marginalized community as, as a Black woman, um, our experience is a very unique one, especially whenever you consider the history, uh, speaking specifically in the states of being the most neglected and disrespected uh, community. And it's so important that we find spaces where the people who we are in fellowship with look like us because of that necessity of the shared unique experience. Amber's personal experience in this space has encouraged her relentless pursuit to gently guide other women along this passage in achieving healing and nurturing through discovery and self-love. So we're diving now into why women of color need spaces or we need to create our own spaces. It's not that we need the space and it's not that someone needs to create it for us, but I'm going to say we need to create the space that then supports our healing with our own modalities that are informed by our ancestral sources, our Heavenly Father as source, Holy Spirit as source. And we can be so creative as a people. That's why so many people copy us. And yet we don't own that creativity for ourselves. We don't empower ourselves with it. But I will say, I think the time is shifting, right? And you, Amber, and I find myself here at a moment in time where I think we can go into all the places that you're demanding we go at this time without any effort. And I will also say, though there might be pushback, we'll be speaking to the people. And I, I take that particular line. I was watching, um, oh man, why am I so bad with names? Um, I was watching a documentary this weekend by Tyler, Tyler Perry. Uh, Tyler Perry's uh, documentary came out on Netflix. And I, I was so inspired by Tyler Perry because, you know, he had so many failures. He's got a stuck to itness that is, is above everything that, you know, I've seen. And so, you know, he finally was able to get into it. And he makes this comment after all the criticism that has been driven at him, he makes this comment. I'm speaking to the people. That's why they come. So you you can do whatever you need to do. You can criticize me in whatever way you need to criticize me. But I am speaking to the people and the people are coming and they are listening because obviously there is this synergy. There's this uh, truth in the experience that they can come comprehend, understand, align with and, you know, go away feeling filled up, you know, in all that way. So Having said that, I want to know, what does the space that we create need to look like? Yeah. So as you touched on, first of all, the documentary is amazing. Yes. And I encourage everyone to watch it. Very, very in inspiring. Uh, yes. But being a part of this marginalized community as, as a Black woman, um, our experience is a very unique one, especially whenever you consider the history, uh, speaking specifically in the states of being the most neglected and disrespected uh, community. And it's so important that we find spaces where 
the people who we are in fellowship with look like us because of that necessity of the shared unique experience. Yeah. Um, spaces where we are sensitive to our experiences and we are able to share and connect with one another with compassion. Yeah. Extending grace, seeing, hearing, yeah, feeling one another, uh, and learning to hold space in a way that can be nurturing because mm-hmm. The world won't give that to us. We have to cultivate that for ourselves. And so that is the way, mm-hmm. I believe, in order for us to find healing and solace for ourselves, but also for the generations to come and those around us as well who are navigating similar truths and experiences. What does the space that honors and acknowledges us in the losses, pregnancy losses, in the other losses that there might be. Um, Some people get right to, you know, their children are age one, age two, and then there's a loss. And then there are the spaces where there are just losses. Like I lost a job, I lost a career, I lost money, whatever the case may be. What does the space look like that is dedicated and devoted to women who've experienced pregnancy loss? And is that different from other losses? Yeah. The space that is dedicated to women who have experienced pregnancy loss is definitely a sanctuary of love. Mm. It is a space that nurtures you from the inside out. Mm. Right. It is feeding your soul in ways that you may not have done, giving yourself the space and the opportunity to rest Mm. first and foremost without uh, expectation, giving yourself an opportunity to look within, Mm -hmm. to lean into that inner wisdom and to pour into our own cup maybe in ways that we have not done so before either because we are so accustomed to, programmed, predispositioned to caring for others. Most of us across the diaspora have an ancestral history of supporting and giving to others before our own because we were required to. And it was survival. Yeah. And... Genetics are so powerful. DNA is so powerful. And so we have this predisposition to give and to give and to give. And we are accustomed to operating within our divine masculine, right? The attributes that serve us, yes, because there is a need to do the things we have to. But there's also a need to be able to shift and harness the power of the divine feminine because mm. that's where we flow. Mm. That is where we become very comfortable in leaning into our own our own inner wisdom and being guided by self as opposed to expecting the guidance from external sources. And that's not to say that those external sources don't have a purpose because even in, in guiding my angel mamas, I am an external source, but I am also not providing that step-by-step 
guidance for this is how you need to do it. I am providing the guidance that supports my ladies in understanding that we are going to follow a framework. We've got to go back to the beginning. We've got to move through all of that. But I also am going to support you in reconnecting to your womb, in reconnecting to that inner wisdom so that you also move accordingly to what is needed and required by yourself, Mm -hmm. for yourself, because that's what serves them beyond the experience with me and in every other aspect of their life. So the space looks very different, I would say, from other spaces because it has to in order to be effective. Powerful. Beautiful. So you're now creating a program. It's called Wounds to Wisdom. And it sounds like a really powerful program. So talk to us a little bit about that program and how you're hoping that might help our world, our nation, and then even beyond. Yeah. Thank you for asking. Wounds to Wisdom, again, is my labor of love. Uh, It is, again, something that was really downloaded, instilled as really sort of the next step that I needed to take in order to serve this community of women who, um, in a lot of ways, have been, I would say, forgotten, right? Mm -hmm. Because we aren't really acknowledged as um, experiencing trauma, having gone through pregnancy loss. And so it highlights the reality that it is absolutely trauma that has to be addressed. Uh, Again, walking my ladies gently through this process of going back to the beginning, right? But it is the blueprint. It is the framework. My breathe methodology, in fact, is the framework that supports this collective healing journey. And it supports my clients in acquiring this ancient healing wisdom, right? That's not always available to us, but to become more empowered, to release the self-doubt, to transcend their grief and really move beyond fear-based decision-making, which is a product of loss. It supports these women in uh, discovering secrets to activating their own power in order to get out of this stress loop, right? That's what happens. We become very hyper vigilant when we experience compound or complex trauma. And so the stress loop does not continue as it should. The sympathetic nervous system has a purpose, just like the parasympathetic nervous system, but there must be a balance. And when we get stuck in our trauma, we're stuck in this loop where we remain very anxious and and many of our decisions are rooted in fear and so it is uh, a necessary part of the journey to move beyond that um it's about supporting my clients in uh discovering um really this this framework so that they can relinquish something that I like to dub save me syndrome, Mm. right? We're going everywhere outside of ourselves. Can you save me? Can you help me? Can you give me a diagnosis? But it's about the reclamation of our own sense of identity and purpose so that we can live a more liberated um, and intentional 
existence. And so that is what my program essentially supports at the end of the day. I love it. I love it. So you're building an empire and you want all the women with womb wounds, pregnancy loss to come and to receive a powerful healing that can help them shed the pain, shed the loops, and then move into purpose. So what's the one thing you need right now in order to move into that space where you've been called into? I think you're already there, but what's the one thing you need in order be to be propelled forward? Let me, let me put it that way. <laughs> propelled forward. I like that. I would have to agree with you. I, I feel that I have stepped into the fullness of this gift and ability and the acceptance of my journey that allows me to take those steps forward to give back and to serve my community. But um, for the women who are in need, my call to each and every one of you is really to recognize that you really do have all of the power mm. and everything that you need to transcend your grief and your trauma, to release them, to live that more liberated and intentional existence is already there, but we aren't taught the tools and the guidance is available to you. Mm. And I want to be that resource for anyone who feels connected, uh, who feels aligned um, with the messaging that I have shared with my story and my journey that I have shared as well, because I think alignment is important. Um, I won't be everyone's cup of tea and I'm totally okay with that. Uh, but for the women who feel that connection, I want them to feel open to at least exploring that possibility, especially because unreleased, unresolved trauma has the ability to cause physical dis-ease and discomfort in our bodies, just like the somatic symptoms that we talked about when it is unresolved. So so many women feel like, oh, well, I had a loss years ago before I had my children, or it doesn't feel like it's still impacting me. But just like you, you know, we've touched on previously, it could be presenting itself in so many different ways because it manifests in different ways. And so until you have connected to a practitioner that specializes in this particular type of trauma, you're not really addressing the root and ensuring that that trauma has been released effectively so that there are no symptoms that are continuing to impact you. So the call is just to take the self-inventory to see if there is any alignment there, if there is a need, and then to open yourself up to that possibility and the journey to liberation. Wonderful. Wonderful. So the one thing that's needed right now, and I would say it's the same thing that I'm calling for, is for the diaspora to just awaken to the fact that we're traumatized. And for generations, we've been traumatized. So the desire and the one thing we need is for the, that awakening to be present 
Then on top of that, there is our own life experience and the layerings of the moments that have traumatized us and the recognition that though society may not say this is a trauma, the trauma is no longer about the incidents, the the trauma is about the response. And the other awakening that needs to happen is the recognition that trauma and its responses manifest in different ways. There's the somatic, there's the thought, there's even the spiritual, right? So some of us depart totally abandoned uh, spirit, and it's not where we belong as a people. We are inspired. Um, we are so divine. Um, and the other thing that happens is the departure and the imbalance of the masculine and the feminine, feminine divine, right? And when you, uh, when you start recognizing that there's an imbalance there, then there needs also, uh, be an awakening to the fact that um, there are certain things that we want to manifest and there are certain things that just need to be balanced as we manifest, right? So in all of this, I am so grateful for you coming on, hey, I'm listening and being willing to share all the wisdom that you have uh, to our audience. I want to thank you for uh, taking the time to introspect on your own personal experience and then being able to gift us with that lovely question, you know, why not me? you know, and the opening of the door uh, where wisdom is revealed about the purposes that we have uh, for our lives. Wonderful. Thank you so much. This has been a very inspired conversation and I welcome now, who would have thought, I welcome the opportunities to share my journey and uh, the ways in which I currently support um, those who are in need um, as we build as we build awareness, as we, to your point, support this awakening that is so necessary for um, others across the diaspora and really uh, supporting just our community to move beyond our traumas in ways that support us and feel aligned to us that are healthy. So I am grateful. Thank you so much. Can I close with a prayer? Heavenly Father, oh, the divine Holy Spirit, we thank you for being with us in this moment. We thank you for the communion that has been present here. We thank you for the discovery of ancestral wisdom. We thank you for the opportunity to reclaim what has been taken from us. We know there are so many things that have been stolen so many things that have been reaped uh in a time and an order when it should not have been reaped and so father we we lay claim to the grounds that have been taken from us we take back the territories and father in this time i ask that you bless your servant i ask that you bless her service i ask that you bless her with an anointing uh of seeing and being able to Shine the light bright for others to follow and to move through the healing journey. I thank you for all that you have hidden in her, all that you are revealing in her, the wisdom that is present, and all the ways that she will go out and demonstrate and manifest all that she is. So I thank you for the journey that she has moved through. And I thank you for the purpose that she will fulfill. And I pray that only blessings, blessings, blessings upon blessings come to those 
spiritual children that she has given birth to and the many, many things that will be received and will bear fruit because of those children. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. I receive. I receive that. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Hey, I'm Listening. It's been a powerful conversation. I hope you've enjoyed it. So as you leave us and as you reflect on what your day is to be, um, we hope that your spiritual womb is preparing to birth many, many spiritual babies, many, many purposes to be fulfilled. And if you only fulfill one of them, that would be more than enough. Until next time, this is Hey, I'm Listening, and I'm your host, Dr. Joan. Mm-hmm.